Hi, everybody. Welcome to Life Stories. This is new for me. This is new for me in that I am recording myself for the whole episode today. I don't like doing this. I prefer to do just audio, but here I am trying something new. So this week, I want to talk to you about the gift of a relationship with your grandparents. You know, I have friends that have never had a relationship with any of their grandparents, and that breaks my heart. I have one grandmother that I had a relationship with my whole life. And, you know, of course, as a teenager, I had years and times of not wanting to hang around her, or talk to her. But as an adult, I tried to call her every week when we weren't living in the same area just to touch base. And she passed away nine years ago this year. And, um, I still sometimes think that I need to call her. You know, I would get in the car when I'd get in the car to run errands. That's when I would call her. And it took a long time for me to not do that, to get in the car and think I need to call her and then realize, oh yeah, I can't. And I still, I still get teary when I think about her sometimes thinking about getting to see her again. I used to go and they don't, they haven't had it in the store lately, not in Ulta. Uh, She wore Clinique perfume. And so I used to go, every time I'd go to Ulta, I would spray her perfume on a little, one of those little strips and then stick it in my purse because to me it smelled like her hugs. And lately they haven't had that perfume in there, so I haven't been able to do it. But a few things have happened this week that have reminded me of how precious that relationship was. And I'm thankful for it, but I'm also thankful for the gift of being able to love on my grandkids the same way my nanny did for me. The church that we're attending now, and I'm going to tell him this story. I'm not going to say his name, and I'm going to tell him this story because I wanted to know what it meant to me. But the church we're attending to now, um, our pastors, one of our pastor's sons attends there, and he's very present in our services. And then our pastor's mother-in-law also goes there. So it's, you know, his son and the grandmother. And twice in the last couple of weeks, I've been able to watch interactions with the grandson and the grandmother. And one of the times we had a meeting at church, we were eating and he wanted to sit by her, but somebody sat in between them. So he couldn't. And he was talking about how he wanted to sit by his grandmother. And my, I cried. I like, I teared up because I thought, I wish I could sit by my grandmother. You know, I would love to just sit and have dinner with her. And I'm not, I'm, I don't tell you these stories because I'm angry or I'm bitter that she's not here. I'm, I'm just thankful. It just has reminded me of how thankful I am to have even had a relationship with her. And then last week, my husband and I are on the prayer team at church. And last week, um, the service that we attend, the grandmother is at the same service and we go to the same side of the church. And the last two times it's been my husband and I and this woman and, um, the grandson came up and asked for prayer for something. And so, she's very quiet and I know she's a powerful prayer warrior, but she's very quiet. And so generally when people come up to pray, they come up to my husband cause he's, he's the most vocal. Um, or, you know, we kind of step in. She's, she's, I know she's praying, but she's just a little bit quieter. And so when he came up to ask for prayer, when this young man, her grandson came up to ask for prayer, I looked at her and I said, do you want to pray for him? After he told us what was going on. And she said, yes. And while she was praying, I was crying because I, that was my thought again was makes me cry again. 
gosh, I wish I could hear my grandmother pray for me right now. You know, my nanny lived um, two blocks from us my entire life. Well, until we moved away, until Aaron got into PT school, we moved away. She lived two blocks from us. So growing up, we didn't have babysitters. We had my nanny. And I think I remember, um, you know, most of my childhood, I remember being at her house. I remember just talking to her and it didn't matter what I told her. It didn't matter how old I was. It didn't matter how ridiculous what I was talking about was. She acted like it was the most incredible news she had ever heard. And even as I grew up and I knew she was, you know, blowing things out of proportion, it still made me feel good. I still loved it. And I love doing that for my grandkids. I want, when they talk to me, I want my immediate response to be gentle and I want it to be welcoming. And I want them to know that whatever they do, I think is the most incredible thing because that is, it's a gift. It is a gift. And I realize more what a gift it is and what a gift it has been as an adult than I did as a kid. You know, um, I don't remember a time when I spent the night at her house, which I, I was over there a lot. I was over there a lot in my childhood, but I don't remember a time of waking up where she wasn't in the kitchen making pancakes. <laughs> she made her, um, got tears on my mascara. She made her own syrup, which was not super fancy. You know, it was sugar and basically sugar and water and maple extract, but she made her own syrup. And so she was always making pancakes and she would always, um, I'm not somebody who wakes up hungry. I, I don't get hungry till about 10, but she, every single time, are you hungry? Right. When I'd walk in the, the living room, are you hungry? No, I'm not hungry. <laughs> I'm still not hungry at seven o'clock or whatever time I woke up, but she was always ready to feed whoever would walk through her door. She kept Pepsi in her fridge. I mean, she would have a refrigerator full of Pepsis and cheese nips. That was always the snack that we had. She had a jar full of cheese nips on her counter and Pepsis in the fridge. And they were always abundantly flowing. And we always had as much as we wanted. Um, you know, I grew up, somebody was talking about, oh, it was actually the grandson was talking about growing up watching game shows with his grandmother. And I said, I grew up watching soap operas with my grandmother. <laughs> we watched Another World and Knott's Landing and you know, things I probably didn't need to be watching as a kid, but that's just what we did at her house. That's what we watched. Um, when my grandmother passed away, before she passed away, she told my mom she wanted me to have her Bible, which I have. It's on, it's on that shelf right there. And so I have her Bible and it still smells like her. It still smells like her perfume a little bit. But what I love about her Bible is all throughout I mean, all throughout, she wrote prayers. Lord, help me be more like this. Help me love my children this way. Help me love my family this way. Help me love you this way. Help me to, you know, when I'm trying to do all throughout, she wrote prayers. There are names of family members written on around different scriptures. And it's such a gift and such a blessing to be able to see that. And, and I know she loved the Lord. I know how much she loved Jesus and how much she prayed, but what a gift to be able to have that and see firsthand. Um, makes me cry again. What a gift she gave us in prayers for us. You know, that's one thing I wish 
I wish people understood and not, I don't want anybody in my life that I pray for to, to, to listen to this or, or believe that I'm saying this out of, um, what's the word I'm trying to come up with here. I don't say this like in a demeaning way or, um, like I'm better than anybody because I'm not, you know, I, I pray for my children and our grandchildren and my son-in-law. I pray for him like my own kids every single day for my brothers and their families, our parents, our nieces and nephews. Like we cover our family in prayer every day. And I, I will do that as long as there's breath in my lungs, I will do that. And there are other people that I pray for. And I realize this now in the, the place that I am in now in life, I realize that those prayers of my grandmother, those prayers of my mom and my dad and the people that knew better, that were older and had lived longer and knew better and knew what a mess I was. I know that those prayers are what held me up. Those prayers are what kept me going. I can see how powerful that is now. And it's not because of me. It has nothing to do with me. It's all the Lord. But I hope that you will realize if you have a grandmother or a parent that's praying for you, be thankful. Be thankful because sometimes that is the only thing that is protecting us. And I am so grateful for, um, you know, the prayers of those women older than me. I, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but my grandmother's best friend, um, her name was Mrs. Perky. When my grandfather died, she had come to the house and um, I was talking to her and she said, you do know I still pray for you every day. Well, I didn't know that. I had no idea that she did that. Well, I mean, this was, I don't know how many years he's been gone now, but I mean, I was in my thirties probably. She'd been praying for me every day of my life for all that time. What a blessing that has been. I'm so thankful for that. She didn't have to know what everything that was going on with me, but she still prayed for me. And that was a treasure to me. If you're a grandparent, I hope, and I pray that you are able to have a relationship with your grandchildren. It breaks my heart to know and to hear about people who don't get to see their grandkids who are being kept from spending time with them, or maybe they live in another country or another state and they don't get to see them all the time. It breaks my heart because I have been so fortunate to be on both ends as a grandchild, having a grandmother that lived, you know, around the corner and who I could talk to anytime I wanted to and, and had a very deep relationship with her. And I'm also a grandmother who gets to see her grandkids anytime I want, really. They come out to spend the night with us or the weekend with us once a month, but I can I can see them anytime I want. They FaceTime me once a week, so I get to talk to them then. I mean, I, what a gift that I have. But my grandmother gave me, she gave me her Bible. She also gave me her cast iron skillet before she passed away, and I use it every day. That's the only skillet that I really like to use. And if you are from the South and you know what a treasure cast iron skillets are, you know how special that is that I have my grandmother's skillet. It's probably older than me. I mean, it very could, it could be close to my age. Um, so I have all that. But one of the things she did for me, which was one of the best gifts I've ever received. Before she passed away, two weeks before she passed away, um, we went to see her. She was in a rehab hospital and we went to see her. And we knew her health had been declining for a couple of years. It was not great, but she was still coherent. And I mean, she was like that till the day she went home to see Jesus. Um, 
but she, I heard her, we're walking down the hall and I heard her talking. So I, we knew where to follow because I knew her voice and, uh, she, you know, introduced me and made a big deal. Even then, even two weeks before she died, she made a big deal out of me walking in the room, but we went and had lunch with her. And, um, it was, it was right after I had written my first book. I have written, I'm going to try to get through this without crying. <laughs> I was not expecting to be emotional about this. I've written five books. The first three are for, well, the first four are for children. One's a devotional, but the first three are for, for girls, young girls, and they're about the Bible. One is about the Bible. One is about Christmas. One is about fear. Um, the very first one I, I wrote was about the Bible. And I dedicated it to my grandmother because, not because I knew she was going to pass away so quickly, but because um, they're written in rhyme. All three of those first books are written in rhyme. And my grandmother wrote poetry a lot. She wrote beautiful poetry. And she used to tell me that she sometimes couldn't write fast enough, that God was giving her a poem and she couldn't write fast enough. I'm sorry about all the tears. I did not bring a Kleenex in here, and I can't pause this because it is asking me to stop it. Anyway, um, so I dedicated the first book to her. And that day we were able to see her. It was the last time I saw her. I, I, it was before I had it printed, um, the books printed. It was just on Kindle. And... Um, we had it, I had it on my phone. And so I showed her, we were able to read it to her. I think Aaron read it to her because she started crying when she saw the dedication. And then I started crying. So I couldn't read, neither one of us could read it. So I think Aaron read it to her. And so I was so thankful I got to do that. But she said to me, she said, you know, I know you love me. And I said, well, good. I'm glad you know I love you. I mean, I thought, you know, of course I do. And she said, no. I want you to know, I know you really love me. To me, that was one of the best gifts I could have ever gotten. Because don't you want that for the people in your life? I'm so sorry about these tears. This is ridiculous. Don't you want that for the people in your life? You know, when I leave this planet, I hope and pray that my children, that my husband, that the people that I'm, you know, close to in life, I hope they know that I love them. And it's not just, I love you because you're my kid and I have to. No, I love you. I appreciate you. I am thankful for you. And I want them to know that. And so that was, that was um, one of the best gifts I could have ever received from her. One day I will see her again. If you're a Christian, then you know that you will be in heaven. And I know that's where my grandmother is. And I know that I will see her again one day. And I, I can't wait. I want to see Jesus and I want to see my nanny. <laughs> so the first two people I want to see when I go to heaven. And I know I'm going to heaven, not because I'm good, because I'm not. There's nothing good in me at all. I'm going to heaven because the Bible says that I, if I believe in my heart that Christ died for me and that he rose from the dead three days later, that I will be saved. Believing in Jesus is what sends you to heaven. It's not being good. 
being bad, doing evil things doesn't send you to hell. It's not choosing Jesus that sends you to hell. I'm thankful for my nanny. I'm thankful that um, I've had the time with her that I've had. And I'm thankful for my grandkids. And I pray that my grandkids know without question that they don't even have to wonder if they are loved by me, that they don't have to think twice, that they just know. Just like I knew my nanny loved everything about me. I hope my grandkids know it. And if you, I started saying this earlier and I got distracted. If you have grandchildren and you're able to have a relationship with them, be thankful. Be thankful and pray for your friends that don't because it's heartbreaking to think that people don't get to love on their grandkids the way the way I do, the way other people get to. If you if you have a grandparent that's still alive, none of my grandparents are still alive. If you have a grandparent that's still alive, I encourage you today to reach out to them. Tell them you love them. Tell them hello. Send them a card. Um, I, I saw a video the other day, which I thought was so precious. It was, I think it was on Instagram. It was a reel. And it was these adult grandkids surprised their grandparents with a sleepover. They just showed up and they all, there was a bunch of them. They all just showed up and had a sleepover. And the joy on those grandparents' faces to watch the, all their grandkids come in and know they were staying. Oh my gosh. It was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I apologize for the tears. <laughs> I did not expect this today, nor was I planning it. I was just thinking about how um, precious it has been to have a relationship with my grandmother and how much I miss it, how much, and maybe, you know, there are some things that I, I'm dealing with right now, nothing horrible, but just uh, discouragement in some areas. And I think when I feel like that, she's the one I think about wanting to talk to because I know that if she was here, she would jump on the chance to encourage me today. She would jump on the chance to uh, tell me how wonderful I am, which <laughs> who doesn't like to hear that? Everybody likes to hear that. And since we're talking about grandkids, I haven't done the word of the week. So this week's word of the week. It's the word of the week. Is hug. My nanny's perfume reminds me of her hugs. Her hugs were prevalent. Her hugs were abundant in our lives. Every time we walked in the door, before we left, um, I remember when I got pregnant with my daughter in high school, and she said, the only thing I ask is that you allow me to be a part of her life. And she hugged me and she hugged me tight. She hugged me. You know, I remember her last hug that I, that I got to give her before she died. Two weeks before she died, the last time I saw her, her hugs were prevalent. If you have a chance today to hug your grandkids, if you have a chance today to hug your grandparents, hug them. And hug them tight. I'm so sorry for the tears. Again, I apologize. I hope you have a great day. I hope that I made you smile and I probably made you cry. And I'm sorry for that. But thanks for listening.